This episode was recorded on September 20th, 2020. Welcome to the comic panel. I'm Cody. I'm Taylor. I'm Jacob. And I'm Shawinta. Previously on the comic panel. One of the other kids is like, you're lying. You know, there's the phone never worked. There's nothing outside of the school. And they start, like, fist fighting, and Saki gets in the middle, and she's like, he's never, you know, show has never lied, not once. Like, we gotta believe him. I believe him. And, you know, the one teacher's like, stop fist fighting, please, and, like, sort of gets in the way finally at the end. Also, that was actually um, an interesting, uh, I don't know uh, what to call her, but like, you know, basically just like saying that uh, Sho never lied because she was just accusing him of lying, you know, earlier in the story because they had the whole like after the earthquake, you know, the uh, he was all like, stop holding on to me. And then <laughs> she's like, you're holding on to me. <laughs> So, that was more like she didn't want so to admit have the this... truth. It wasn't that she didn't. Yeah, that's well, little, yeah, that mean... was a little childish right at the time. And I, I do right. think, I don't know, I kind of do believe that she doesn't think it's true, but she wants it to be true. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like just that she was just calling him a liar in that childish fight, and then she's like, he never lied before. I'm like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so one of the, I think... One of the teachers, other than the principal, because the principal is all bloody and not feeling well, uh, one of the other teachers comes on stage in this gymnasium and pretty much tells them, you know, so obviously we all know something weird's going on. You guys are a lot younger, so maybe you'll be able to understand this easier and be more flexible in the mind or whatever. Don't worry about this too much. We'll figure things out. We're the ones who've disappeared. Your parents are alive. And as soon as the kids hear their parents are alive, they're just like, yeah, <laughs> victory. <laughs> and Sho mm-hmm. is like really upset. He's lying to us. Yeah, you know, the teachers just told him that our parents are dead. The teachers know exactly what's happening. And he's like, this isn't going to last long. So they're doing a smoke signal on the roof. It's just like, Oh, the smoke signal part makes me so sad because I'm like, nobody's going to see it. <laughs> I mean, you know, but they I, don't know that, for sure. When I first saw that, my perspective was off. I thought the angle was looking down at the school. Now I'm seeing it, it's looking up. I was like, <laughs> whoa, okay, now it makes a little bit more sense. I mean, yeah, if we were looking <laughs> down, I would have hoped that this you'd be able to see the roof. Mm-hmm. I I thought that that dark part of that image was the roof, but now I see it's it looks more cloudy. Your mind is very flexible. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I love the I love Mr. Wakahara, who kind of he kind of takes charge. He seems to be the most um, leadership type of the teachers, and he's like. Good job on lying. 
Kids watch so much TV these days, they'll believe all sorts of ridiculous things. We can't tell them the truth, though. <laughs> here's my here's my yeah. question. So he then mentions uh, the problem is the third graders. They're the most difficult grade. But there's peop- there are kids older than third grade. I, it, I thought his gripe was that uh, they wouldn't believe the lie. So it would make more sense if the sixth graders didn't. So he says, as he says, the older students know right from wrong and the younger students don't know anything. So in between that is third grade, the transitionary, where they don't know anything and they're learning right from wrong, I think. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kind of like the terrible twos. I I do enjoy, um, so they're told that, you know, the older students are told they need to look after the younger students and think about them. And as the kids leave the, like, auditorium and are going back to their classes, they see the younger students all standing there, like, staring out, like, creepily children of the corn. And then they realize the one teacher is, like, tied up. And they're like, Jesus Christ, that's so scary, the one kid poking her with the scissors telling her to be quiet. I mean, yeah. Wakahara was right, though. It was the third graders. <laughs> I do now, like what? that, or it's always, like, immediately afterwards. <laughs> yeah, that was, you know, I could, this was, like, more believable for me, I think, just because, like, I remember being in elementary school and, like, you know, just, like, kind of imagining, I was like, oh, there's more children than adults in this building. Like we could like totally take we could over. Take them. Yeah. <laughs> Third grade is when you were imagining taking over the elementary school. See, I never thought about that. I was too busy bullying individual students, so I never saw the big picture. No, I just was like, you know, I, I don't know, I just had an, an overdeveloped sense of um, class unity, I guess. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, so anyway. they tied up their, their, you know, the third grade teacher so one of the kids can escape and he's like got his backpack and he's running out the school gate and of course it's uh, Saki's little brother, uh, Takeshi. And she tries to run after him. He's like, I'm going home. And she's like, come back, please. And he just falls over. And she wants to go out there and get him. And, you know, everybody's holding her back because they don't know why he fell over. Like, if it's dangerous out there or whatever. And, you know, everybody just kind of stops her from being able to go after him. And she feels really bad that she didn't, like, go and comfort him immediately. Like, she's too busy freaking out with everybody else. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Wakahara, of course, is showing up and, like, everybody's crying. And he's like, you need to stop crying. You're sixth graders, aren't you? And, like, he's very obviously crying, too. Yeah. I, I thought it was weird that they didn't explain his death, Bucky's brother. They, they, they theorize it. about it later. It's weird still. It's never really mm. cleared up. I think, yeah. Uh, Later as in later in this or later after this? Later in this. Yeah, later in this, Saki theorizes. um, And it just doesn't make a ton of sense in my opinion. 
I think what they try to imply is that he had a stomach ache or something else that was I, kind of debilitating, and I, he fell over, and then he just died because they <laughs> didn't pick him up immediately. <laughs> right. I, I guess he yeah. could die of exposure. It probably gets cold, really cold in the night. It's mm-hmm. just, it's like, what did he have that he was going to collapse in the school with? And not be able to get up from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Maybe at it's... first I thought that they implied that he like fell wrong and like hit his head. But... Mm-hmm. I, I thought when I first saw yeah. it, I thought, oh, poisonous air. Yeah, yeah, like the radiation theory they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, after that was debunked, I kind of thought maybe like his appendix just burst or something. <laughs> Right, I guess maybe does that happen? He looks, he looks pretty fine where he's like, I'm going home, and then he's like running normally, and then just falls. yeah. Does does appendicitis usually happen to first graders? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, not funny. Maybe that's not a very informed theory. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So, you know, they try to regroup again, and you know, let's have a moment of silence for those who are no longer with us, the girl who fell off the roof, and the little kid who ran off. Um, I don't they, think it was very yeah, silent. They just give sh- they, yeah, they're all sobbing, but sh- they, did they just give, like, everything to show? They're like, show, go check on the lunchroom. I'm sure everybody's hungry and needs the food. Well, Well, I think they explained that. Where it was, Wakahara saw that he was, like, about to cry. Yeah. Yeah, the next page they do talk about that, where he just immediately is, like, crying super loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so some of the other kids join him to go see the lunchroom, and they're like, you know, think about it. The lunchroom always has to be stocked in the morning, so, if, you know, that's going to be pretty much our only food. Darn you healthy lunches. <laughs> yeah, so jeez, that kid like seeing the bread on the floor oh. of the lunchroom and just like immediately getting like stabbed by the broom by the lunchroom man. This guy's the worst. Man, that yeah, that lunchroom guy. Yeah, he is I no think, good. I think he was one of the worst, like other than the bug part. Mm. I think he was, like, one of the ones where I was like, wow, I wish he would die immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, like, him, the bugs, and then there's one other villain. I don't know. The lunchroom man has, like, been here this entire time. He saw everything happen, and he went... Hmm, yes, this room is mine now. Everything in here is mine. Screw you all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, screw those kids. Don't know any better. Yeah, uh, freaking T is able to knock everybody away with that bro. Like, one of the teachers like, can you at least share? You'll be paid when we're rescued. And he's like, aha, bro attack. And did this dude, it looked like this dude died. Like, the way he collapsed it's- on the ground... 
people get hit pretty hard. It seems like a lot of people die. Uh-huh. Oh, wait, no, no, I think he, I actually think he woke up late. Yeah, he was in, like, the locked room with, like, the other hostage he takes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, of course, the lunchroom man, uh, what's his name? Sakia. Mr. Sakia. Yeah, Sakia. Immediately, like, pulls out a knife, and I'm like, damn, he didn't have that already? Ready? Mm-hmm. And as he said, take talk back and I'll get you like a pig. Everybody get out of there. And one of the girls falls before like everybody gets out and so he takes her hostage. I mean, they think that he killed her. Mm-hmm. So they go back and of course he immediately tells the classroom that someone's been murdered. Yeah. So I think it's Kyoko Akiwa. Aikawa. Akiawa? Aikawa. Aikawa. Aikawa? Yeah. Um, yeah, so they all freak out, of course, and the Mr. Wakahara, the teacher's like, okay, I'll go check it out. Like, you kids need to stay here. I do like the kids whole in it, like, they're all discussing with each other. He couldn't have done that. He gave me free bread once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He tied up the teacher and the, the little girl. God. Him and his knife. Oh, man. And then what he does next, I was like, whoa. You just took That you, was intense. Whoa. Yeah. I didn't think they were going to survive that. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. took out no. the entire team. <laughs> but, like, he's just beating up his two hostages because they keep making noises. And all the teachers kind of come and, like, start knocking on the door and trying to get him to at least open and talk to them. And he just pours some gasoline and sets it on fire so it falls underneath the door and hits everybody on the other side. (laughs) Freaking, I love Mr. Wakahara just, like, running off to get the fire extinguisher and, like, trying to extinguish it all and not even realizing, like, his feet are still on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was kind of an interesting thing, I think, that, like, you know, I don't know, I thought, based on what happens with him later, I thought there was going to be a little bit more of a, I don't know, like a, like something was going to be up with him, but from what I can tell, it seems like he just, he, he snaps later on in the story, but, like, you know, it is truly a... Like he, I, he I don't know in my mind, and he's also the most capable and focused of them all. So he just immediately goes for his goals. <laughs> yeah, I guess I kind of imagined that maybe like you know he like had this plan in his head like from the start, but now I'm realizing he was really trying to do his best before that point. So of course the lunchroom man like threatens to cut the girl's throat with a knife again. You know, I'm in charge. The school belongs to me. And he's pretty much decided that every piece of food goes to him. Because he knows, he heard the teacher saying that there's no help coming. So obviously that means he needs to eat everything. Can you imagine all the energy wasted just like trying to like 
fend off everybody. Yeah. But, I mean, like the kids say, um, they'll, they'll only get weaker as they get hungrier. So, I guess, you know, it is a curve of how much energy you spend. Yeah, the I do like the one kid, you know, they're all talking about what just happened. And the one kid's like, well, we're hungry right now, but we can't get the food. Let's just fill up on water. And then they realize the water's not coming out because there's no electricity and there's probably... You know, they've been cut off from everything else, so they probably have, like, only a limited amount of water in the pipes if it's still there. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I, I do, I really like where they decide that they're going to team up against the lunchroom guy. You know, they're right. Like, with all of them working together, they could take down one adult. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if several adults did that? that's what i was wondering i was like wait no maybe i'm confusing i i don't know he just went through a bunch of adults and then he couldn't get through those kids i was like you adults what what you are adults i mean they did get set on fire but they were kind of like politely like hey open up Uh, yeah (laughs) after he took two people hostage Mm-hmm. Um, also, why, why is a handgun just sitting there? I thought that that would get resolved, and then I, I, I forgot. But I literally, I'm like, I never like. Also, it's Japan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's an <laughs> elementary school, and it's Japan. Maybe it's just... like the only thing I could think of is that like it's something that the thief. Who stole the paychecks had that's, and then dropped them away out. I, I just wish they had like shown a little bit, a bit more of a signal, even if it was just like blood or if it was like specifically mm-hmm. the pathway. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, but there's just a gun. Yeah. I, I, I do when love when I saw that, so- I was like, oh, that's a bad situation. <laughs> it's not good. It doesn't get better, does it? Mm-mm. The gun does not help that much. <laughs> Especially the one kid. Oh my gosh. With that kid. <laughs> okay, the, the thing is, when the one kid's like, see, it's a real gun, I just shot it in your oh, direction. The kid. Oh my oh, god. I was like, wow. And, and they didn't even like, I, oh, the kid got hurt. Well, they didn't. He didn't hit anybody that first time when he shot it. They're like, "Put that thing down. It's dangerous." They like, and he's just like, "Bam!" And they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh crap!" Like hit the deck. They duck. Mm-hmm. I I do like uh, that kid's face. That kid who is like, how long ago was it? How many scenes ago was it? Where he's like, "That dude gave me free bread. He's a great uh-huh. guy." Yeah, <laughs> that like, was a hundred percent pro murder. Yeah, we're gonna get him. His line of dialogue, he'll hear it again when I shoot him. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, so they go in, they try to take down the the dude, and the dude is pretty smart in being like, people are going to try to come in, so why don't I just stand outside? Oh, man, that poor kid. I, I don't... Gets- Stabbed in the back, and he immediately like like falls to his knees, and then just shoots in a direction <laughs> and hits another kid. 
What? Did he get stabbed or did he just get knocked out? No, he got stabbed. I, I'm oh, pretty okay. sure he's dead. Yeah. I don't think they recover him. Gotcha. But, yeah, no, okay, he's, actually, he's no, that, that that is, are you sure? I think that's the same kid. I, I, I think he survived that. That okay. So here's what I'm gonna. I mean, say he might have survived, but he got stabbed. Okay, the kid who got shot did not survive, at least. No, the the kid that got knocked yeah. out by, uh, by Sekia. Like when he falls forward, you see like blood. Yeah, you see what looks yeah, like no. a gash. The, so then, who was the kid he... that held the gun to Sekia after he was tied up? We'll get to that part. Yeah, I, what I'm going to say is that I think that he survived that stab wound just because I think it's the same kid that's also, like, the Minister of Defense later on. He looks very similar. He, his face least. does look familiar. Yeah. That's, that's um, a great thing to survive from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, though, so yeah. Um, he gets stabbed. Somebody else... Uh, Gets shot, and then show finds. And then they save the little girl. They survive. Oh, yeah, they save the little girl from who is the hostage, but they don't save the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just there. Yeah, nobody cares about him. <laughs> but show got away with the bread and, they- and milk. Yeah. Um. Which I'm like now that you bring up that the teacher didn't get saved, I'm surprised that the the lunchroom man didn't uh didn't just kill the teacher out of retaliation. I guess he still needs a hostage. At least he has one. But I, I mean, also yeah, I think he really enjoys going around torturing this children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he sure takes his time with that. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, show gets away like instinctively grabs some milk and bread and he gets away and they're like when he goes back to his class they're like yay you know one bread and one milk but also oops uh the lunchroom man sakaya is roaming the hall swinging a gun around and going on about missing bread (laughs) whoops you gave him a bread and you gave him a motivation to come torture everybody you know so i that kid that says uh he said he got the rest of the bread hidden now. I thought that that kid was the same kid who was like, "You're lying," to show. He is. And so, okay. So then I thought he was gonna be like, "We'll serve him up." He's the one that stole the bread. All right, Sekia, you have him. Bear us. I mean, I think the kids are smart enough at this age to be like, "We kind of need more bread and milk." Hmm. <laughs> But I thought it was more but like, I don't know, like we don't want him to come after us. So, so you did him wrong. Yeah, no, I think that 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 kid, like basically, he just could tell that show was lying earlier, and he wanted the truth. You know. I mean, but yeah, when you're in that kind of situation, you want the truth, right? Yeah. So he's not. I don't think he really has a thing against show so much. Okay, it's it's just sure, sure same like that. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, so at this point, they like 
notice a little kid wheeling around out in the courtyard. And it's the little kid all the way back from like chapter one that Sho was playing with after school. He's obviously, I think, too young for elementary school. He's just on a little tricycle. I I like this uh, kid. I I feel like, yeah, uh, I usually don't like little kids who are brought in to be collateral, where it's like, oh, I hope this little kid doesn't die. Mm. Don't you think so too, audience? And I'm like, yeah, don't mm. die. <laughs> Normally I'm like, oh, I hate that little kid. I hope he dies. <laughs> but like, he's just uh. like, I've been here since this morning. You said that you would play with me again. I was like, no. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I so guess I cute. found that like um, a little bit suspicious, and so I thought that he had he, he <laughs> could also have something to do with it. <laughs> like maybe he's he's he like maybe all this is in the world to play, so he did this. Yeah, or like maybe it isn't like really as sci-fi based as like you know we're led to believe, and it's like magic based or something. And he's not really a little kid, but like you know, I don't know. I just was like, hmm, you seem a little too smart for like a little kid, but like I don't know. But I I think I've I've abandoned that too. No, he didn't. I mean, also the fact that uh, the time to read. he like was dragged. That's what yeah, she well, she taught him a little bit. Like he's well, well, he... able to like rewrite those words. Yeah, he was able to reenact. I guess it's pretty good memory. Like, uh, but yeah, I think it, I think I can see how you could be suspicious. The fact that he's carrying, like, he has on his tricycle hooked up to it the old sign of the school. And Sho is really flabbergasted at, like, why the heck does the sign for the school look so worn and torn? Mm -hmm. Yeah, beat up and rusty. And he goes out and he's like, yeah, it fits pretty much perfectly to where it would be normally on the school uh, front gate. And it's not there anymore. So what the heck? Why does it look so rusty? And I like the fact that they, like, spliced in afterwards where he thinks about the, like, time this dude... One of those cases that people always bring up is like, uh, obviously this is time travel or something. They want the American plane one. But I kind of don't feel like he explains it that well where we get what he's trying to say. Wait, is this is this a common story? Because I had never heard this before. I've heard a story like it. I don't know if it was the same details as this one. So I was like... I couldn't tell if they were like basing it off of the real story that people always tell. Mm. Oh, 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 I there's, get, I there's get it. definitely a story that's really similar. What what was the missing piece from trying to remember was that the plane so the story was that two planes crash into each other. One of them just appears out of nowhere. And then the guy hears about uh, a plane crashing years later and goes back to investigate. Uh, the missing piece for me was that the plane looked old. And then in the flight logs, they were saying, hey, we crashed into a plane that we've never, or we've crashed into something that we've never seen before. I was like, okay, so I, I get where he's going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something along those lines. I've heard it before for sure. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm. I'm on the 
Same bonus. But yeah, I mean, this was made in the 1970s, so more recent to the story. But I mean, I think that's really just that he immediately is like, oh, time travel. It's gotta be. Must be time travel. Well, it's the same sign. It's all rusty. I mean, rust only comes with time. There's no way something well, can get beaten up and rusty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looking at the like <laughs> land around him. <laughs> yeah, I like the little kid like writes out the... He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I found the sign over in the sand by the big rock that had the words on it. And he writes out the words for show. And yeah, the words are like... Well, show just says lie, and they find out what the rest of it says later. But he goes to the sandbox. Show goes to the sandbox automatically. Is like, oh, where is it? And he's like, it's not this sandbox. And he's like, you gotta show it to me. And the kid kind of gets mad at him because they fight over the fact that like he's misunderstanding which sandbox it is. Mm-hmm. And he tries to leave and shows like it's getting dark and picks him up and runs to the classroom. And they end up giving him the bread and the milk. Um, I, I I thought the kid was suspicious in that he was crying, wanting food. And they were like, yeah, sure, let's give him food. I thought he was going to be like, okay, well, I have information, but I need some more. <laughs> <laughs> That would really go in the I, I go in the face surprising. of the. I Sorry, I was just gonna say that. It's surprising that... that they like so quickly like gave him mm. the food. I was like, that's really nice of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say that to, if he started like extorting them for food, you know, it would be really fly in the face of the idea that like anything below third graders doesn't know right from wrong <laughs> <Be like. laughs> yeah. well go with your idea that he's like not a normal little kid yeah but also they're like much bigger than him and they're already willing to fist fight each other <laughs> so start fist fighting the little kid <laughs> yeah oh I do like that immediately after giving him the bread and milk, he's like, I want to stay here. Mm. And then he just falls asleep. (laughs) (laughs) And then the kids all of a sudden was like, hey, we have snacks. The fact that, okay, right before that happens, they hear a bam and they're like, that was Sekiya in the lunchroom. He must have killed someone trying to get food. What can you do? some candy. (laughs) They immediately like, how, like, how much did these kids, like, forget? They're like, man, I'm really hungry. I'm so tired out from crying about my parents. Wish we could have some food. D- don't think about the cookies in my backpack. Mm-hmm. You're so hungry, you just forget I mean, about food, don't you know? <laughs> I could believe that. Yeah, I've, I could actually believe that, too. I've gone through a whole, like, a whole day of classes, even. I'm like, oh, I'm so hungry. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I had, like, granola in my backpack (laughs) like packed like three days ago (laughs) 
Yeah, they like gather up this pool of candy and snacks and other stuff they were going to eat supplementary to their meals. Mm-hmm. And they all cry about it, and the one kid starts mixing powder from a firecracker and makes a little fire at the front desk. <laughs> Wait, what was that fire yeah. for? Just warmth? Yeah, just warmth and light. Warmth it's and light, really yeah. really dark out. Okay. Yeah, they, they were saying it's really odd how quickly it's getting dark out, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. They freaking, they, one of the kids stumbles in and is like, I've been tortured. Sekia has been torturing other classes. He's coming here next. <laughs> and like, Jesus Christ, he's just slashing the kids. Yeah. It's it's pretty messed up. It's just like whoa. And he's like, "Oh, little brats, keep screaming! Like you're the one who's stabbing them." Mm-hmm. Uh, he has his dark past as he recites it that they called him Lunchroom Man instead of his real name. Now I thought uh, I, I thought it was weird that his reasoning was like, "Oh, you're making fun of me," but all the kids were like, "No, we we liked you." You were a nice guy. That's why we called you lunchroom. I, I mean, also, I do feel like he's the type of person who is trying to justify why he's acting this way. I, I'm sure mm. it's along the same lines. He has this job that probably the teachers aren't too nice to him about. He's not that respected. But, and, you know, some random elementary school kids being like, thank you, is just like not enough for him. But yeah, I I mean, in the end, I do think he's just trying to justify why he's going to keep all this food to himself. Uh, And so the kid, you know, as Sekia is working his way to their classroom, uh, he goes into the classroom next to theirs and they kind of uh, come up with a plan that they need to um, stick together and try to take him on three of us per arm or leg and they set up like barricades the girls pretty much like are gonna hide behind the barricades and if any of the boys go down then the girls will like replace them mm-hmm. um yeah you know and once he comes into the classroom they all tackle him and he tries to i mean he shoots at them and i think he uses up yeah got three bullets left and he shoots again he's got two bullets they're getting on his arms and i'm pretty sure he like shoots and it like scrapes the side of one of the heads of the kid freaking show just like punches him and like makes his nose all bloody and and that's about it he was like he's still standing and then the kids start to remember that they have teeth and they start biting him. <laughs> and, like, they kind of smash him down onto the ground and take away his gun. And the fact that there's just one bullet left and they, like, are like, let's kill him. And he's like, please, I know it was wrong. Have mercy on me. I only I, tortured those kids because I had to. I was so annoyed <laughs> that he begged for mercy. I was just like, bro. Were you going to give them mercy? No, you weren't. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh. The only reason he didn't shoot as many kids as he could 
is because he didn't have enough bullets. <laughs> I just yeah. believe that's the kind of person he was at that point. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But this not kid. a good person. <laughs> and then the kid misses. I... So, yeah, it's fine. That's... Oh, wait. First, I, I thought he wasn't going to shoot. And then when he fired, I was like, what? And then when he missed, I was like... <laughs> I mean, it is a gun, and there's a lot of kickback, and he is an 11-year-old. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, let's stab him to death with pencils. <laughs> let's use pencil, And then let's use pencil sharpeners to skin him. I don't know how that one would have worked. I don't. Because pencil sharpeners are hard on the inside. I, I was... That's what I would say. It would have taken a long time, and I think I would have been a different person by the end of doing something like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and so they are excited yeah. and like rough, run off to the uh, lunchroom. It is nice that they have wheat flour, potatoes. Is Saki like... Co- talks to show and she's like I think you should keep to the key to this pantry because I trust you the most and if we get somebody who's hungry again we're gonna have another Lord Sekia who's like you know r- tripping on power God the fact that Sekia had beaten the teachers and tied them all up when they go to the faculty <laughs> room yeah and he was taken down by kids they're Kids are, kids, yeah, kids will do that. Mm. <laughs> um, I I think the part that really was like sad was seeing the first graders clinging to their teacher, uh, crying because you know they would be next or something. I do like the mm-hmm. prison for Sekio where they put him in the locker and tie him up. Just stuff him in a locker like he's a nerd in a high school movie. Uh, yeah. Why do they even have lockers? They have to, like, bring everything with them to school. I don't think it's a children's locker. It's gotta be, like... Well, I guess it would either be a gym locker or it would be one of the faculty lockers or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh! Oh, oh! You're talking about Sekia. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was more a like a prison. that fits an adult. Huh? Say that again? I was going to say a locker that fits an adult in an elementary oh. school. No, I thought it would look more like a prison. And it didn't even a occur to me that, huh, <laughs> you have a prison inside of a school. Like, it didn't even occur oh, to me yeah, that it's just, Yeah, was. the prison. <laughs> Just drop him in the elementary school prison area. Yeah, there's the gym, there's the cafeteria, the jail, the <laughs> music room. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no. Um, um, yeah, so, you know, they end up eating and kind of falling asleep. And when they wake up again, as the little kid says, you is his name. He says, the sun looks really weird. He's riding around on his tricycle in the classroom. And yeah, it's like a solar eclipse or something. Um, I think from here, instead of going like scene by scene, we could just talk about big sections. Mm-hmm. So they find a grave marker. 
And it says grave marker for the 862 people, which yeah, yeah, teachers it's outside and of the, the kids. school, right? Yeah, it's yeah. in the sand where they didn't want. And so that kind of confirmed to show. All right, we're in the future. Yeah, yeah and all a bunch of the kids like you know try to go and find their houses, you know, but like of course there's well, really there where they would yeah where they would be. And poor yeah. Saki, who's like, if it's okay for us to come out here, then what happened to my brother? And she like runs off. Yeah, they don't really touch on it for that long, but it's like a really intense when you think about it. It's like, oh, we just left her little brother to die for no yeah, reason. Like, it's only been like a day, right? Because they mm-hmm. finally got to nighttime, and then it's the next morning, first the first morning where they finally see the sun again. Man. But yeah, they're, they're pretty much confirmed. They're like, oh yeah, we came to the future. I, I, I mean, that's... In reality, then, their parents are dead. Everybody they've ever known is dead. Uh, don't think about and, it too hard. It's, and, and uh, everybody, their parents are still everybody. alive at the point that at which they departed time. So they're alive. They just mm. can't go see them. Mm. They're just yeah, at a different place right now. Technically, <laughs> everybody's alive at some point in time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then... And then one of the teachers just like, all right, I can't take any more. Time to go. I'm going to go to the great beyond. I, it's hard sometimes, like those stoic faces they have for the characters where they're like, can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to cut my throat. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. <laughs> but then yeah. is it a Wakahara that's like, all right, you got to tie me up. And then he's like, too late. Yeah, he goes up to the tree. He's like, you gotta tie me this tree. And he's like, well, too late. And they're like, oh, are you okay? And (laughs) he seems to strangle someone to death. I think the principal. The principal picks him up. He's carrying him. And he's like, uh, uh, right there. I found where I was supposed to go. (laughs) See, like, I get that he stabs, but it also is... I, I shouldn't keep saying that. It's almost like comedic how quickly he's like, well, time to become a killing machine. Uh-huh. You should yeah. have tied me up. Like, he literally says, you should have tied me up and then pulls out his belt to, like, strangle the next teacher. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. You can catch us on Mondays, 5 to 7 p.m. on KSUA 91.5 FM, The People's Radio. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Comic Panel. It's comic time. Or you can follow us on Instagram at the underscore comic underscore panel or like our Facebook page at It's Comic Time. Have a great rest of your day.